Welcome to the HexDevs podcast. I'm your host, Tiago. And I'm your co-host, Stephanie. Today we have a very special guest, Stella. Welcome to the podcast, Stella. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> we are super excited to have Stella here. She's our first guest in the podcast. And I met Stella at the Polyglot on conference here in Vancouver this year. So thank you so much for joining us. And would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself, about your technical break background? Where are you from? Okay, I'm a software engineer. I'm from Colombia. I have like 10 years working in this industry. I studied computer science and then I did a master's degree in software engineering. And that is like my academic part. Um, for work, I started working in an agency called Cumbia in Barranquilla. Um, mainly we did like Ruby on Rails. So I started as a junior developer, then as a senior web developer, and then I moved as a technical lead. I, I worked there for five years, and then I got a job offer as a CTO of a small startup, kind of Uber but uh, they did something to make it legal in Colombia. I really don't know about legal stuff, so. Um, and I joined that startup, and for that specific problem, uh, we were trying to solve. Uh, Ruby was not enough. Like, I mm -hmm. have been always, like, very fun on Ruby. Mm -hmm. I, besides, in college, I learned. I started, like, my first language was C, and then I learned Java, then I learned PHP, and then I learned Python. But once I joined the agency, like I fall in love with Ruby. Mm -hmm. uh, but in this case, um, it was like my first time I, I realized Ruby was not enough. So I started doing a research, and this product was developed in Node.js. Mm. So it was really challenging because I was learning, but at the same time I was hiring my team, I'm building this product, so I was there for one year, and then um, they were like running out of money. So after that, I joined Hearst. That is in New York. Hearst um, is a big media company, and they have a division called Hearst Digital Studios. That was the one that I joined, and there I was able to work in Cosmopolitan, the digital version, Cosmobody. So it was really challenging for me. It was like my first taste of having an international career because I was working all the time in Colombia, but this company was in, in New York. I was in Colombia working remote, but still I started like getting a lot of, uh, of the difference between working in a company in Colombia than working for a company like in North America. So I worked for them for four years. Mm -hmm. So two years in Cosmobody and then two years working in Complex, that is another division they acquired. Uh, but then I, I really wanted to move abroad. So I started looking for jobs and now I live in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow, 10 years of experience, that's nice. And I remember that you mentioned that you were also an organizer of the Rails Girls community oh, in yeah. Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying <laughs> to make sure those 10 years. So. On the other side, all this free time, I have worked a lot of with communities in Colombia. Mm -hmm. So the first 
thing I start was the Res Girls workshop in Barranquilla. That was my city. And then since I moved to Bogota, I started another chapter there. And mm-hmm. I started like another little chapters in Medellin, in Cali, with the help of other people. So I started like getting known by like the Res Girls community. And then I joined a group of friends to start a conference that is through Become Colombia. We have 40 years doing it. Like we mm-hmm. did it three years in a row. We stopped because everyone was moving abroad. <laughs> <laughs> and now that we are settled, we are doing this year again. Uh, so the, conf- the main goal for the conference is that it's not a non-profit, so I don't get any sense mm-hmm. from that conference. But this is really good because in my case and my friends, we work for companies that were able to pay a ticket. Like my company near was able to pay like a Redscon ticket and like fly me to US to attend like a big conference. But so so many of the people in Colombia they cannot afford that, and companies don't pay that. Mm-hmm. So I got to know like a lot of people like Tenderlove or Eileen or Sandy Metz. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hey, would you go to Colombia to inspire my people? And they say, yes, so let's do it. Nice. So I feel like every time we do like a Ruby conference, people in Colombia get inspired by other people that are doing like, really cool stuff. But also we can show what local talents are doing. So mm-hmm. we try uh, like to find very good local speakers to show what they are working on too. Wow, that is really nice. Uh, by That's side, nice. Yeah, I have to do a lot of community work. Mm-hmm. I, I, I started two c- communities. One is Cody's mm-hmm. with other girls. It's Cody's comes from Codes and Ladies. Mm-hmm. So this organization was more about like supporting women in tech. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many issues, known issues that mm-hmm. we have when we work in a male-dominated industry. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to be there to help them to to overcome these issues. And pioneras, pioneras was born in Medellin. They were born by other girls, and they invited me to join. Uh, what Pionera does is like a group of girls and they study together. Like every two weeks they met and one of them like lead the learning or something. So I start like being in Bogota but trying to join there and being supportive because I have like a, I had like my career but they were like starting. Mm-hmm. So I was that point of reference to say, oh Estelle, I have an interview, I want to practice. So I was trying to be there. Yeah, I do a lot of work communities. Oh my God, that is awesome. Um, I must say that I went to the RubyConf Ruby in Sao Paulo. At the time, also the company that I was working in Sao Paulo, they paid for the ticket. And um, I also did the Rails Girls workshop in Sao Paulo. I was wow. also a coach in 2017, and I did the Rails Girls Summer of Code last year. So I just want to say that I think that the Rails community is one of the best communities. I need to know if there is another community like the Rails because I haven't discovered yet, but I just want to thank, say thanks to everyone in the Rails community because it's like, it's a global really and really nice community. 
And also, I'm um, thinking on um, starting Grace Girls Vancouver here because there is no Vancouver chapter. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a good opportunity for inviting you. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> if anyone that is interested and is listening to this right now, you can send us an email and let's do it. <laughs> yes. Coming soon. Probably after summer because summer is like vacation time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So do you so what are the challenges? Because you say like you were coaching girls, so they wanted to like learn more how to do software development. Can you tell us a little bit like what are the challenges they they face? Like what they need to learn? What are the things that they, they should start doing if they want to get a job in the industry? Okay, that is like, like a very hard question because <laughs> there is so many things. For example, from the culture I come, there is a lot of cultural things. Um, so, well, that is, I'm going to start like mentioning. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that happened is like, first, the industry is not ready. So one thing that happens is like, we try to get more people in tech, but then mm -hmm. when they are in tech, we don't keep them safe. So this is one issue. Mm -hmm. So women have to be strong and be aware that, okay, this is the problem. It's not just... It's not a personal, it's not with me, it's mm -hmm. a problem in the industry. Yeah. Let's try to help, to improve, to give feedback, to learn how to give good feedback about it, and people, it's starting to change. Like, since I started, it's getting better, mm -hmm. but still there is some things to work on. Mm -hmm. So this is one issue. Another issue that happened when I was coaching these girls, there is something cultural about tech is for male, Mm -hmm. And in Colombia, for example, what makes a woman success is to be married and have kids. Mm -hmm. oh. And when they see them like going to these workshops and learning like to code and stuff, and some families start pushing back about it. Mm -hmm. So it was really challenging. Um, by other hand, <laughs> there is some preconcepts that come from our childhood mm -hmm. because what happened? Childhood, sorry. <laughs> That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. And what happened is like um, when girls start growing and start playing with toys, like for men, they get like the balloon and they get to get up in a tree or to play with cars and stuff. Video games. Video games, <laughs> jump. But m woman is more, be careful. You see, mm -hmm. you're going to get hurt. You have to be careful. So when people grow up, the man is more like into taking challenges mm -hmm. because they are used to take challenges since mm -hmm. they are kids or women. This is a very long topic, like I don't <laughs> understand. But women start to be in like, the default is to be careful about it. Mm -hmm. Always careful, like, and this affects a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. fact that people don't realize when, when women are doing interviews, this is like, this is, going from childhood to interviews phases. Mm -hmm. This is like, whoa, our life. So when people is in interview, like there is a studies that shows that men, they are like, oh, what are the requirements? The requirements are A, B, C, D, E. I know A, B, C, D, I don't know E, but I'm just gonna go and <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. So mm -hmm. I'm just gonna apply for the job. In the case of the woman, since they are like, 
thinking about being careful mm-hmm. and this is like oh you are not allowed to fail you have to be careful yeah because you are not allowed to fall so woman is like oh the requirement says e i don't know e what happens if they are interviewing me and the first thing they ask is <laughs> e they're gonna realize i'm a failure so i'm just gonna go back yeah and i won't <laughs> apply so this is hard this mm-hmm. is hard because like there is a lot of like elements that affect us mm-hmm. and people even like I, I know the our parents where they are trying to be careful when we are little they don't realize what they are doing but they are yeah. doing it yeah so. that's true I think it would be nice to have another episode I know because like no because you mentioned that you said like you have been seeing a lot of improvements I would love to know more about that and also know your perspective on what the industry can do right now to improve that um, that would be a really really good discussion and so you mentioned that you always wanted to move abroad yes uh, so was that when you were working for this um, American company or when you were still in Colombia well I think like my first impression was when I was working with the agency the first agency I had to travel a lot to US because mm. I had to like um, attend clients and build roadmaps with my team because I was the technical lead. So I travel, build a roadmap and go back. So I was like, when I traveled the first time to US and I was like, oh my God, everything <laughs> here is, is so organized. It works. <laughs> everything works. I don't have to, to save my phone because it's going to be stolen in the street. So I was so happy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I definitely really want to explore the possibility of living somewhere else. After some years, I started working in the, in the U.S. company, but I realized like the U.S. paper is like is super hard. Mm-hmm. I I know some people get it, but for me, it was like, oh my god, this is like a very long yeah process. Very long process. Don't even like there is a lot of people that is really good and don't even get it. So I was like. I don't know if I want to do that out of work. <laughs> so probably I'm going to start exploring another countries. So first time I started exploring Europe. So mm-hmm. I did uh, an interview in Amsterdam mm-hmm. and another in Berlin mm-hmm. with another platform that I use called uh, Honeypot. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that happened is like, for me, people that is trying to move abroad, they have to also like read about the different of cultures. So I being there, I mm-hmm. identify like if I had to move to Amsterdam, it's good English if you live in Amsterdam. But once you go outside, they speak du- Dutch, mm-hmm. and if you go to Germany, it's the same. So I was like, oh, I really don't want to learn German, <laughs> and I don't know if I like this culture very much. It's really good because you can travel a lot. Mm-hmm. But I was like, do I want to travel or do I want to be like a stable and build something? Mm-hmm. I want to build something. And I feel I identify myself within North American culture mm-hmm. more. So I was like, Canada is the place. <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped those process and I joined Banghack. Mm-hmm. Banghack is a platform that they like. It's like honey budget, but they also have like this 
people's side that they help you to prepare mm -hmm. to to the interview to everything they have lawyers for immigration mm -hmm. everything so i joined them and they have like a leave event for bringing people to canada to mm -hmm. interview to toronto oh. so so you were part of the leap the leap toronto oh, nice. leap so I got to interview with a lot of companies and I have like final interview with five companies in Toronto. Cool. So I was super happy, got my tickets, got super ready. And then they told me like, well, in our platform, there is a very nice company that saw your profile and they want to interview you right now. What is the company? It's Ambons, it's really nice. So we definitely suggest you to do it. And I was like, oh my God, more interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it, one more. And then I started talking to Ambos. And I was like, oh, really? I really like their product. I really like their culture. So I was like starting like, like getting this feeling. So I was like, oh my God, I'm in trouble because I already have the tickets. <laughs> but, and then like this process was like every day, two hours interview, like mm -hmm. very long process. But they make it a finish for me to accept the job offer before traveling to Toronto. So mm. I took the offer, but I actually traveled to Toronto November, <laughs> <laughs> minute 16 degrees. Like oh. my first time in snow. <laughs> I, I was so happy. Still, I was so happy because I don't have snow in Colombia, so I was super uh -huh. happy. And um, I went there and I apologized to everyone that I was in the final interview, I was like, <laughs> I really found a job in Vancouver <laughs> that nice. I really like. Um, but I try to keep the connections because you don't know mm -hmm. what you're going to do or maybe if I don't know, I want to live in two years in Toronto uh -huh. because it's a really nice city too. Like, I really want to close those doors. So yeah. I went there and yeah, I had like vacation. Can you tell us what were the other companies you interviewed? I don't remember the name very well. I know they were like Lending Loop is one. Hmm. The other one, mm, Skip the Dishes, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is the name. I don't remember actually the names. Mm, okay. And then. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, and. So you would say that you chose Unbounce mostly because of their culture or also the technologies that they used? Or the city, Vancouver. Uh -huh. Or the city it's because, <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I didn't know Vancouver. Like mm -hmm. I heard a lot of things about Vancouver and I was well, trusting people, but mm -hmm. I really didn't know the city. So I couldn't say like, oh, I know the city and I really mm -hmm. like it. Mm -hmm. I think it was more um, everything. Like I really like the product like mm -hmm. when i was talking with with them they took the time to interview me with uh the bp with people that i have to work with mm -hmm. the type of interview was really more practical than just I like, see. More, like i really don't like this whiteboarding that as you like to do let's do a binary search <laughs> <laughs> yeah or let's do i don't know yeah i honestly i would love to know if anyone would research those type of interviews and see what is the difference of having those interviews, because I don't know anyone who enjoys doing that. 
it's just a curiosity i don't know i talk with people in amazon that i once that i once i i met someone in in seattle and they told me like they are just looking for rock stars and they are aware they are losing very good people because Mm -hmm. of this memorized stuff Uh but they don't care because there's Uh tons of people applying every day so yeah but I really, like, from my side, because before I used to hire people and interview people, I really like to take one piece of my work and put, like, prove the skill in the real environment. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I can identify more how they solve problems day to day and not memorizing, like, let's mm-hmm. read the cracking, the code interview book. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know, it's just... Like Stella, mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good to know. I I do know some people in Unbounce, and I do know they are they are really good people working there. And I know that uh, Van Ruby, for example, the meetup mm-hmm. they they are hosted in the Unbounce um, yes, office. Yes, we host Van Ruby. We host we host the React uh mm. meetup we have the woman in dominate male industry meetup mm-hmm. we have touch in color like we have so many meetups there is a really cool uh, space mm-hmm. so we are very open to host yeah that's nice uh, that's cool yeah i also got my job through van hack oh yeah. wow and it was pretty f- pretty cool like van hack really helps you a lot like Ilya is a super nice guy yeah. And his wife is from Brazil. He's Canadian, and yeah. his wife is from Brazil. <laughs> so, yeah. He even speaks Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that is good. what I what I uh, tell people because people is like, oh, what is the difference between Honey Badger and it's like Honey Pot that their platform is like Honey Pot on some other platform just like do the match, and they oh this is the company and this is you just talk and solve your thing mm-hmm. but bang hack is like okay you have the interview let's do a mug interview let's mm-hmm. practice um this is the visa paperwork you should mm-hmm. start doing this like they are mm-hmm. very supporting the process so i really like them yeah in in tiago's case he didn't even pay for the membership at the time i think that they were starting having mm-hmm. the membership so he didn't even pay for their service but Still, Ilya was really helpful. Um, yeah, he helped yeah. me with the visa process, the paperwork. Mm-hmm. He gave me some tips. What w- did that happen to you too? Like, how was your process? Uh, since I I got selected to the leap, I didn't pay for the oh. premium classes, but honestly, mm-hmm. I will pay it for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I I will pay it. I was lucky that I was like, oh, people from the leap don't pay the course. Um, so, but they were very supportive, and still like. When I came here, I was so scared. I was like, what happened if I don't make it? What happened is this job is not good or they they don't, like, we don't have a good feed. Mm-hmm. And they told me, no worries. I will get you another job. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's good. And he was like, yeah. this happened. There was a guy who that was here eight months. He didn't like his job and he squeezed, quit, quit his job. And we find him another one. And I was like, okay. So. <laughs> Okay, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. I think it's because it's a big, like, you when you want to move abroad, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited. But 
once you get there there are a lot of stuff that you have to deal with like you have to adapt you have to know oh where am i gonna live you know the food is really different so what would you say was the most difficult part to adapt or or was it really okay for it for you well the most difficult part to adapt was like i don't know well for me the most difficult part was like understanding rent here like mm -hmm. getting an apartment here was like kind of tricky like i mm -hmm. underestimate like i just arrived and i was like oh i'm gonna go to miami because i have vacations <laughs> and i'm gonna just chill and know the city and people was like you start looking for an apartment and i was like no i'm going on the weekend and people were like oh here is not like in colombia you have to look every day every hour uh, it was really um yeah, I like at the beginning was like, oh yeah, like this city, a lot of people wants to live here, so there's a lot of people looking for apartments. Um, but I think uh, one of the cultural things that was really hard for me to adapt was um, because I'm a very hugger person, <laughs> <laughs> and I and people uh, like warn me like. Don't hug to everyone when you get there because people don't like people from other countries. Sometimes they don't like, and there's uh -huh. people from everywhere. And it was like really awkward at the beginning for me, but now I, I like totally okay. Like I know <laughs> I just do it with Latin people. Yeah, me at too. And it was like, this is my boss. It's Canadian. Should I hug her or not? I'm just gonna wait. So yeah. <laughs> That is weird. I I that happened to me too. So nowadays I only hug Latin people because I know that they will understand. But when it's like someone that I don't know, I just I don't know, just give my hand to but have a handshake or something. It's like every Canadian that I work with, they know I'm a hugger, so they uh -huh. they yeah. know. So <laughs> like, oh, Stella, and I was like, okay, there's a hug coming. So how do you like your new job at Unbounce? I I love it. Like, I really like it. And at the beginning, I was, like, super impressed because uh, everyone I worked with was, like, super, super smart. So you get, like, oh, my God, there's <laughs> so much smart people working with me. And I was, like, oh, my God, I had to do this, everything right right now. But then, like, with some adapt, I realized that, we have like a very culture that is uh, is safe to fail. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, okay, I'm able to fail, and nothing's gonna happen. Nobody's gonna look at me like, oh, she's failing. <laughs> so I start feeling more confident about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, that's good. And did you move with someone else, or was just you? Uh, for now, I just move with my my dog. <laughs> oh, you have a dog. <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to explore the things, so I was like, well, I'm going to be alone there for now. So I was like, I really need my dog. Yeah. <laughs> and people, it's, it's so hard to take a dog with you. Uh, it's going to be in quarantine. But now I start reading, and if you go from Colombia to Europe, you you have to take the, the dog in quarantine and stuff. Mm -hmm. but from Canada, Colombia, Canada is so cool. Yeah. So they are like they ask you for the bad letter in English mm -hmm. and the basitins that are like universal codes. Yeah. 
um, the chip, and then you you take the dog to the airport in mm-hmm. Colombia, and the airport in Colombia communicate with the airport here. Mm-hmm. And then when I arrive here, they already know they're expecting the dog. Uh-huh. Just check it. And actually, I remember like I was waiting to pass to Canada, like I was waiting on immigration, but my dog wasn't ready inside Canada. <laughs> Officially, my dog was inside Canada first. <laughs> They secure the dog first. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, we actually we brought our two cats with us, and it was also really, like, it was really easy to bring them just the vaccines and all I of think that. I think for Europe, there is like very mm, yeah. Yeah, that's true. To Europe is a little, it's more complicated. Yeah, I remember about that. So you said that you. Are you working with Ruby on Rails right now? Yes, I'm working on Ruby on Rails. Um, Well, when I was working in hers, I came back with Rails. And I always have been trying to learn new things. But also, like, working in community, self-care, the gym, the dog, it doesn't (laughs) allow me to Mm -hmm. learn that much. So I feel like my stronger um, tech skill is Rails and like backend side, like servers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, they told me like, oh, we have like a very big service in Rails. Would you like to work on it? Yeah, let's do it. So yeah, mm-hmm. currently working on Rails. Rails. And is Unbounce hiring people from abroad right now? Yes, we are. We have one open position for a backend engineer. Um, we can share the link in the sure. In the sure. sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Ruby Rails uh, because it's this on our team. Like we have like different big themes that are in charge of a specific mm-hmm. part of the app. This um, part is in Java, and I think a little Clojure. I haven't been mm. in that team, mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> but I know it's Java, and uh, they they have like a very cool service that also run Landas in AWS. Mm-hmm. So they are doing really really cool things. Mm-hmm. And there is also so many positions that open to not right now, but mm-hmm. like in the meantime to like start mm-hmm. the process. Mm-hmm. This one that I'm telling you is like for now. Mm-hmm. And um, I must have lawyers and everything to to bring people abroad. So yeah, and we have people from Belarus, <laughs> <laughs> from Colombia, from Brazil, from like a lot of parts of the world. Yeah, so, yeah. Do they have Canadians working there? <laughs> yes. Yes, there is a lot of Canadians working there, actually. <laughs> yeah, because, like, sometimes I, I know so many people here from so many different countries that when I finally meet someone that is Canadian, I'm like, oh, yeah, right, we're in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it yeah. happens. I was impressed because I was not expecting that much Canadian working in Albans, but they are, like, some Canadians, and they are very, very nice people. So... When you start working at Unbounce, did you feel like you had a good cultural fit there? Yes, I feel like um, they were very passionate with me about, like, they knew that I was the first Colombian because mm-hmm. there is a lot of people from Venezuela, Brazil, like Latin, Mexico, Latin America, but not Colombia. But at mm-hmm. least what they did was they created like a Latin group. And it's like, oh, it's your Latin people to support you. Like, if you have any question in Spanish, uh-huh. 
that maybe we we don't get it because we don't yeah. know Spanish, they will be able to help you. And these people from from uh, Mexico and, and Venezuela especially, they were mm -hmm. like every day asking like, do you have TRD? Do you know how to get an insurance? Do you know yeah. did you apply for this? That they 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 were like very checking on me every day. And there are so many things that I uh, I didn't know at the beginning. For example, I remember I didn't know how to recycle. Mm -hmm. It was so hard <laughs> because in my country it's just one black bag. And if you have paper that you think you're going to recycle, you put in a white bag. But here is like containers, papers, uh, organic. And, yeah. Um, I was like, oh my god, so many, so many boxes. I, I really don't know where to trash this thing. So what are you gonna do? And I was like all the time like asking and they were like, when we have like a party and we finish and we have to trash the things, they were like next to me like, Stella, let's help you. So this one is here, this one is here until like, yeah. I learn. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was very supportive because I remember like trashing garbage for me was an awkward moment. Like, I was <laughs> waiting for people to do something. So I was like, okay, they do it this way, I'm gonna do it this way too. So yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really nice about having this group because um, when we got here, Tiago knew some Brazilians here and they really helped us a lot too. So I think that having that group is a really nice idea. Um, yeah, I think because there is like a people and culture person like mm -hmm. assigned to me and she was like the responsible to help me. But I feel that that was smart because she was like, okay, I can help her with things that I can do, but I can also make this group for mm -hmm. her to talk in Spanish and have yeah. thing more like quickly because in Spanish she speaks like quicker. Also, I remember uh, something really cool from my manager, like she researched about Colombian working culture mm -hmm. to explain me like the difference, like, oh, I know Colombian people work this way, but we work this way. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my God. Oh my god, like she did like a very good homework. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, oh, that's, that's nice. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about the differences between how people work in Colombia and how people work here? I feel like here people allow you first to f to feel safe and to be more creative to be more open about feedback. Like I feel feedback is more direct and more informative. Mm -hmm. Like something that happened in Colombia is like, I know it happened in Brazil. Like people try to make, if they are so saying something bad about you, they don't like, I, I, feel, I feel like if you fail here, okay, you did something bad, you stop, people stop you and say, hey, you did this because of this, 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 and show you like a specific information. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you this because, yeah, you did it wrong and we want you to make it better next time. Mm -hmm. Learn from this, okay? Move on and continue. Mm -hmm. But then in Colombia, it's like, if people say something like that, you're like, oh, this person don't like me. And now he's saying these things because mm -hmm. for my team to think I am not enough. And instead like this, goes go see you thing mm -hmm. and you don't realize that actually you're you're gonna do things wrong but if someone tells you 
you are able to learn and to be better. Like feedback is for being mm-hmm. better. So I feel that is like huge difference. And I really like it about here. Like it took me a little to, to understand that part because sometimes you feel it. Like mm-hmm. it came to you and you feel emotional because we are Latin people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we like That's drama. true. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the telenovelas. But then, <laughs> yes. But then I remember, okay, feedback is for me grow and be better yeah. and learn and then take it easy. Mm-hmm. So yes, that is like one, one huge difference. And what mm-hmm. about like work li- work life balance? Because what I felt when I got here is that I had more time to be with my family and do other things besides working because I, I i'm from sao paulo so i had to like work all the time work late so how do how do you feel about that well i feel like life balance here is a big big deal uh, for people and from companies because i feel they understand what we do like we are not machines writing codes we are mm-hmm. like actually for me we are artists we need inspirations like when we see a problem we need to sit think about it um analyze options and build something Mm -hmm. so you you need to rest to actually like improve your your performance and what happened in latin america especially in Colombia, is like sometimes a lot of people is like oh i'm gonna set a startup but they don't know anything about development so they just want like 10 ex developers to do design front and back and DevOps and uh, uh, fix the printer and, <laughs> and everything. And they don't realize, and sometimes it causes like people actually get worn out super quickly mm-hmm. and just say, oh, I just won't do anything. Or the software doesn't get like so many improvement because mm-hmm. people is just trying to ship, 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 but don't take the time to work to think about quality. Mm-hmm. So yes, I definitely feel like I have so much time. Like I remember when I joined the company, I have some planned vacations with my friends on February. Like I joined on December. And I was feeling terrible. I was like, oh my God, I only have two months of being hired <laughs> and I'm taking vacations. They're gonna think like I'm a super lazy person. <laughs> um, then I realized it was totally okay. And a lot of mm-hmm. people was doing it. <laughs> and then I took those vacations and uh, two months after my, my boss was like, oh, you have a lot of vacation spendings. Let's just start planning your vacations for you mm-hmm. to enjoy like summer and stuff. And I was like, really? I just took vacations and they are actually promoting to take me <laughs> time off. Uh, yeah, I was like super impressed. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I definitely feel that, and if someone is like working late, actually they get like, why are you working so late? What's mm-hmm. going on? So. Let's go. Yeah, Let you know. Cool, yeah. Okay, so Stella, the last question is like do you have any advice for people that are trying to find a a job abroad what worked for you and what people should avoid Uh, what worked for me uh, first is the mindset like sometimes we feel like oh um, maybe they're gonna feel like since I'm like we're not 
South American country, I won't be enough or something. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, bullshit. Like, we can totally make it. So that is nothing related about it. About the language. Mm-hmm. Some people think like, oh, I don't speak very well. Um, maybe they won't hire me because they won't hire you to talk to you. Like, <laughs> you have to make sense and express your ideas mm-hmm. and work as a team. But um, you don't have to like pronounce really well. Like, you can hear me. I don't. I have my Amer- like Colombian accent, mm-hmm. and I they get my idea. So that is not like a big barrier. You have to practice and. Um, other thing like I will say is um, in, like study and practice uh, for for the future like those mm-hmm. interviews are gonna challenge you mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah practice and um, also don't um, underestimate the soft skills mm-hmm. because like I know many many companies that they don't uh, like they evaluate high technical uh, skilled people, mm-hmm. but that is not good enough. Like mm-hmm. you can be so good technical, but if you don't know how to work as a team, how to like, work with others, coach others, they won't hire mm-hmm. you. Uh, so like, yeah, people think like, oh, that is not important. It is, it is like the same, the same importance mm-hmm. of technical stuff. Like invest a little, read about it, practice. Yeah. Wow, that was really nice. Thank you for sharing. And uh, so we are at the end of our interview with Stella. Stella, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm sure a lot of people will find it super helpful. And if it's okay with you, we can share your contact in yeah, the description sure. notes so people can reach out to you. And so thank you everyone that is listening to our episode. Don't forget to share with your friends and subscribe to our newsletter. That's hexdevs.com. Thank you so much, Stella, for sharing your story with us. I think it's going to inspire a lot of people that want to move abroad or get a better job. So you're going to help a bunch of people. Thank thank you very much. Thank you for having me.